Straight from the Soul Slam Studios in Makati City, Philippines, this is Life Deck, a show hosted by Antonio Aguirre Jr. Join his journey of entrepreneurship, growing up, friendship, basketball, and everything else around it. He's going to be sharing his personal experiences together with the amazing people he's met along the way. This is his journey, and these are the cards he was dealt with. This is Life Deck. Let's go. For those that don't know who you are, tell us your name and what you're about. Yeah, what's up? I'm Ron Devera, Shogay Manila. I run and own Shogay Manila and co-organizer of Manila Sneaker Expo. Why, why co-organizer? I have a partner. Like, oh, okay. Uh, you have Adam. one partner? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Adam, well, Adam, Behesh, Adam Beheshti. Is he the... Organizer of Grafica Manila as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think, um, I remember when you guys were about to start your, your first event, he was the one actually that messaged me and informed me that they're going, you're, you guys are going to do yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Manila Sneaker Expo. That was when? 2013. 2013, mm-hmm. see? Uh, that was uh, actually the height of, of Slam mm-hmm. when I was doing Slam. And to be to be honest, mm. like I haven't talked to you about it. Uh-huh. I, I I was really uh, like I felt um, like a little gratified mm. by the fact that he had to not not Message. not not ask permission, yeah. but you know, inform me yeah, that so. that I, I think it was out of respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it. I was already doing one, two, three, around four so some events uh-huh. back then and. It was uh, almost similar to mm. to that, right? And um, uh, I I told him you actually don't need to to tell mm. me, yeah. but I'm grateful that uh-huh. you actually yeah. We're, and then in, we're trying to invite you as well. Yes, yeah. right, right. Uh, eh, but but during that time, my 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 partner uh, would not uh, let me uh, be involved okay. in those events back then. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was a side uh, story of that. That's why I was able to attend MSE, I think, around 2015, 15, 2015 yeah. already, yeah. That's when I started uh, attending MSE. But if if I, w- if I if it was my choice, mm-hmm. I could have attended all your events. <laughs> Just because I'm a fan. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm a fan of, of, of sneakers. Sneakers and streetwear. And streetwear, culture, yeah. right? And the culture. And uh-huh. I, I, I just love interacting with so many people mm-hmm. that share my, my interest mm-hmm. uh, with the... I mean, with the same community, like that's basically how we we Very both defa- yeah. grew our, our network, uh-huh. right? I mean, not just locally but internationally as uh-huh. well. We've known people from here in the Philippines, from Asia, Europe, and and the US, uh-huh. correct? So, I mean, for me, I I honestly believe there is no there there is no like wall or you know or or issue or whatever it mm. is when it, when it comes to people. Doing the same thing, same thing as, yeah, as you course, are, I believe. Course. Like with with the events that we do, there's always a piece of the pie to share mm-hmm. to everyone. Mm-hmm. People actually think immaturely at times, wherein you know they think it's a competition. It could be a competition. At only, first, you would think about that. Right, right. The, first, that's the, the someone's, yeah. That's the first uh-huh. thing you actually think yeah. about. It's but, a normal reaction of a but human. But in, yeah. in in the long run, you know, you do what you do. You uh-huh. create your yeah. own lane. And then friends just be connected with everyone. Right, mm-hmm. because. In your own lane, you you make something different out of it. Yeah. You know that that's how you, that's how you actually treat um, your own business as mm-hmm. if, you know, you don't have a, a competitor. Yeah. 
because if you always look at your competition and think about what mm-hmm. what they do you, you become yeah. you become reactive to it right mm-hmm. like and, it, it, and it it fucks up what you want to do, achieve yeah, and course. do right uh-huh, because uh-huh. it fucks up your budget uh-huh. your marketing strategy trying to keep up with other guys right instead like of that, trying yeah. to keep up with the your, people uh-huh. with your with your peers mm-hmm. or your competition focus on what you're actually doing yourself yeah and be better every time right at your, right yeah. the only time you're you should be looking is that you know seeing how great they're doing mm-hmm. but you know not i mean everyone's busy mm-hmm. trying to build their own castle mm-hmm. right their own buildings yeah. you know and i'm not here to you know um destroy someone else's castle right now like if you're trying to build something for uh-huh. yourself i'm good yeah. like uh-huh. you know like I mean, I'm I'm um uh, I'm honestly good uh, happy for you, but uh-huh. you know I, I wouldn't care if you you built something different mm-hmm. or something bigger. It's just that you know your business, your business, mm-hmm. my business, yeah. my business. Mm-hmm. It's just supporting each yeah, each course. other. I uh-huh. think that's very important. And Filipinos, I think that's one of the common problems. <laughs> you Crab see, mentality. right? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, were you born and raised here yeah. in the Philippines? Philippines okay, uh-huh. Uh-huh. tell me a story about you growing up. I was a businessman before as well. Like, I own a computer rentals. Wow. Yeah, I had like, three. And then... Computer shops? Uh, yeah. Where uh, people can actually uh, yeah, play like computer 20, games, 20 right? 20 pesos per Yo. hour. Oh. In when, when, one when was in this? A, it was when I was 20 years old. I, well, what year was, was this? I don't remember, 2005, 2003, oh. That was about the height of uh, Dota. Dota. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and um, what's the other game? Um, Ragnarok. Ragnarok, But yeah. I, no, the, during that time, like Dota. Na. Yeah. And then uh, I had to sell meat. I I a uh, supplier of meat, meat shops. Okay. Something like that. And then uh, supplies uh, restaurants like Via Mares and uh, some other restaurants. And then... Like for t- during 2013, mm-hmm. there was the hype of sneakers already. Right. So what I did was just to like the same same thing that collectors doing like buying something, flipping it over right. from one pair to extra pair, and then earning a couple of uh, pesos. That, that's where we both actually find mm-hmm. joy in, like mm-hmm. you know, finding something for. Let's say four thousand pesos and being able to flip it for twelve thousand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's you mm. know. I think that's more amazing how you can find something that people, uh, that someone doesn't want mm. and then someone else needs it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy how you can source. Uh, you know, uh, for example, a camera uh. that's worth nothing to someone and be But, valuable yeah. to to someone yeah. else. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, things are are are. Per, are are valued based on someone's perception mm-hmm. right? you just have to find the perfect right. person to like, sell this kind of stuff correct like whatever that. it is like uh, be a, whatever material thing mm-hmm. it is like uh, you know a toy a hat or uh, a shirt yeah and yeah like going back to the early days of my venture yeah i was also selling computer products because i have computer shop Yo. yeah online tippinpc.com something like that And then same thing. Mm, same after thing. that, like <laughs> before Shoe Game Manila was Shoe Game Manila, I have to go to outlet stores right. to buy sneakers. SMA, uh, what was this? Pampanga outlets. Yeah, yeah. The, the one with the gas station. Um, and then my credit card was only 
20,000 yeah. so can afford like two, three. No, it pairs. was only 2,000 pesos per <laughs> SB dunks before. 1,800. I have to choose the, the right thing. And pair. then the 2,000 you could flip for 3,500 three, three yeah. in OLX. In OLX. Oh, or sometimes I have to sell it in a call, in a, in a call center. Okay. So my sister works in a call center. I have to wait there for like during their break I will be in their lunch, lobby to lunchtime yeah. like 12 or 1 midnight oh, I, I'll be in their lobby and then waiting for uh, the then break the time player. and then I have shoes I was like and then people will be passing by I was like hmm uh, awkward feeling you know <laughs> yeah. like trying to offer something and then okay and then okay trying to flip stuff okay and then after that Sugar Manila when was this? Uh, 2013 August. Wow. I was talking to my friend from LA, mm. Johnny. So I was like, "Yo, bro." It was I remember showing him the Charles Barkley sneakers, right? And I was like, "Look at this in the groups. It's selling for ten thousand pesos, and it's all over the outlet there." Like, yeah. I have to message my friend in, in, uh, in LA. LA. Oh, yeah. so because I told, "Yo, bro, look at the sneakers. It's in the group selling it for right. ten thousand pesos, Charles Barkley." Right. And it's like maybe on sale in US. So I yeah, really? Those stuff are selling there? I said, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's try to wait for uh, the next drop. Right. That would be Jordan for Green Glow. Oh my God, uh, Green Glow. So, okay, let's wait for the drop. And then I told him like, okay, just buy uh, not a lot because we are not sh- sure, of, sure. Uh, of, the in- of this investment. Right. right. So I have to post pre-order. That's my thing before. I have to do pre-order. I don't want to stock because uh, safe safety first, like for right. money. And yeah. then, okay. I I remember he bought like maybe fourteen pairs, and before it reached Metro Manila, it was it's sold already out. sold because of the pre-order. And I was using my own Facebook account to Personal. post it. Yeah, to post it in uh, social media like yeah. Ronnie Devera, and that like after a few months, I have to change it to Shoe Game Manila. So I don't have a Facebook account anymore. Like for... So you lost your personal mm, Like maybe for two to three years until Facebook messaged me that I have to change it to personal account. Right. Or else they will delete it or switch it to a page. A page. As a business. Yeah. So okay, from there again, I have my personal Ronnie Devera and then I felt like, oh, sarap. <laughs> like... I have a Facebook again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, personal. Oh, yeah. Was, yeah, I started this page and then Instagram, okay. And then 2000, going to 2014, I uh, have to renovate my personal, uh, re- our residence area. Mm-hmm. And then and a little room, like maybe 20 square or a little yeah. less. Similar to my spot before, 20 square mm-hmm. meters, yeah. Uh, so... For, for for display only just for the people to but, but nothing was really for sale no it was it was it was oh it was for sale so so I, so i have a, a showroom now but right. in residential area right okay so like over a year or maybe half or six six to twelve months people are going because as if they there's a store for sugar manila <laughs> like people will be like where's your store okay visit this address okay oh, it's a showroom oh it's a showroom it's a residential area and then sometimes it's like uh you can see our la bandera in the garage <laughs> like okay just go up sugar manila's there <laughs> and then uh after that i i decided just like okay another another leap another level so I saw this place in uh, 
Barangka Drive in Mandaluyong. Okay. It was a spot for a car before. Like right. my like my friends uh my friend owns this uh, shop before like cars and all. Car repair shop? Mm-hmm, something like that. Uh it's like 300 meters away from a public market. Yeah. Can you imagine like Sugay Manila would be there near the yeah. wet market? Oh, wet market. Okay. So sige, fight laban. Okay. And then uh Sugay Manila was there for maybe two years and it was like excellent. Right. Like I I have a I had a like at, there was a time that I don't want to leave there. Right. Like this is my comfort zone already. Right. I don't want to go to malls. I don't want to go to yeah. other places. My rental here is okay. I'm right. doing good through online shipping and all. So and then people are going, really going there. Like you would see big big uh, high rollers mm-hmm. with bodyguards mm-hmm. will be visiting my store and it was like, "Well, you have a store here." Yeah. Again, just just to cut you off uh-huh. there, like to add to that, um, it doesn't really matter where your store is, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as long as people can be safe mm-hmm. to access it, uh-huh. and they some of the big owners, uh, the buyers that you have, can park their cars yeah. in front. Mm-hmm. You're good, yeah, because it doesn't matter how far you are, mm-hmm. as long as they know there's something in it for yeah. them, uh-huh. they will come. Yeah, like it, it's regardless of where you are. I mean, because you can actually do shipping yeah, and stuff, but if they actually want to go, uh, if they really want to go, they will find it's your uh, places that like sneaker stores are a destination oh, more than yeah. something accidental. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. oh, there's a shop here. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, those people won't actually buy from you. Yeah, of course. They'll just look. Uh, but the ones that will travel, you know, like two hours, one two hour, hours, yeah. an hour just to go there will actually buy because mm-hmm. it's going to be worth their time. Mm-hmm. I remember before. Uh, people coming from Pampanga, Batangas. Right. And I was like, wow. I was like, okay. They should have it. I should treat them right. Give good, good discount. Free shirts. Parang, it's like, uh, so... Was that your first first time to actually do retail store or no? Yeah, yeah, it is. It because is. the others were service. Yeah, like service. Computer shop. shop meat, meat shop. And yeah, then, yeah. Uh, like, just, just distributing. And then, so, okay. After, during, also, two years in Barangka Drive, Cause it's so fast, bro. Like from the time that I started, <laughs> yeah, and up to now, it's like I can't really remember the dates already. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you uh, probably just remember the years. Yeah, and then even the years sometimes I kept on forgetting it. it time flies really fast when you're mm-hmm. having fun. Yeah, and busy and. Yeah, I, I, I can clearly see like uh, how you tell your story is like you were uh, you're actually having fun mm-hmm. doing what you do mm-hmm. and you love doing what you do, right? Of course, it's it does important thing. Right, uh, and and mm-hmm. I I. I I think um, the difference between us is that you actually really like that grind of, <laughs> of doing it. Pushing it like really hard. Right. I will not fail. I will not fail. Right. Oh. And you, you take a different approach like with other resellers. Some are very loud. Some are, you know, um, hard, hard at posting stuff. And you have a different style. What, what's your style when, when it comes to marketing your, your products? For marketing, like... Because I know you're mm-hmm. you're very hands-on with yeah, it. Yeah, I, I post. <laughs> you don't want to post. I post, I post in Sugay Manila. Me and my girl posting yeah. it. Like, there, there's a very few posts from my stuff. But most of the time, it's our job to do it. And then, uh, like, for treating clients well. Right. Like what I mentioned a while ago. That's one important thing. And then, so they, they will be coming back and then referring other right. clients as well. 
So, marketing, I guess, just, I don't know, it's just like natural to me, like <laughs> just to be real to them and then giving them good prices or like maybe the, the products too. My products are like not available into some other stores. Correct. But what, what separates your store like among others? And um, like, of course, you have all these hype uh, sneakers mm-hmm. and streetwear mm-hmm. that you have that kids are looking mm-hmm. for. What makes it very different from, from the others? What do you think separates your, your store? I, I think uh, the way how I treat them, the, the clients. Because uh, like what you said a while ago, I'm really hands-on. Yeah. When when my clients like, for example, you you're my client and you mm-hmm. will be Ron. I will be going to your store. Yes, I would really find a way to, to be, there, be there and then to meet you and right. then like, I would, even if you have yeah. a staff in there, that yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Even even I have four staffs in a store now. I'm in the yeah. counter. People would be going to the, the counter to talk to me. Yeah. I would right. go out and then talk to them like okay, because it's like I guess. As a client, you would want to talk to someone who knows, right. and then you would feel comfortable. I understand. Uh-huh. Like, the business is about building a relationship with mm-hmm. your buyers. Yeah. It's not as if you know you go to like a retail sneaker store mm-hmm. and just talk to you know the manager or the staff, mm-hmm. and then you go about your business buying the shoes or whatever you want, and then you just leave. Yeah. Here, you're building a, a relationship, relationship with them yeah. because there should be a level of trust mm-hmm. for them to purchase something like let's say a hundred thousand yes, sneaker from yes. you uh-huh. it's no joke uh-huh. like even if you have the money uh-huh. in a worst case scenario you know you're able to buy a dud mm. or a fake <laughs> I mean yeah. right yeah. at least there's a level of trust yeah that and, now we can just and, talk about it and all and, right? and believe that you know this guy knows his shit uh-huh. like you know I think that's one of the problems of some owners where in they encounter so many customers who have purchased fake, fake sneakers yeah. because it's the number one uh-huh. That's Problem, the, that's you know, the, one destroyer yeah. of, of, of a brand. Yeah, of the retail store. Like, mm. if, if you're able to get, like, from someone consigning from you or mm. someone uh, that supplied you and then one of the 10 shoes that you got were fake. Yeah, it could happen, really. It could happen, right? Mm. Have you had any experience w- with, with that? Yeah, but before it goes to my display, mm-hmm. I would really check on it. So you're the one. I, 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 no, I saw that you actually have a, a light. Yeah, before I was doing that. When I was test. not, yeah, before, maybe a year ago, maybe uh-huh. years ago, I would do on uh, my sneakers legit check. Then right. But now, I would, I know someone who knows. So you hire someone. Yeah, but not from Philippines. Okay. From China. So I have to send pictures to them. Like, this. these are professional legit check. That's their job. Like, I have to send it to this guy and then this guy. If this guy says it's fake, because I think the people from China know knows what's a fake, yeah, because they they're the ones that make them. Yeah, 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 right. So no, these guys are really connected to the fake factory. Fake factory. So yeah. they have samples of the fakes. Right. So when I tra- when I transact with them, like send pictures, the only word that they can say is real and fake. Yeah. No, not no reasons. Right. There's there's no quadruple class A. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, one of well, one uh, copy. No. What are the other terms that, that, that authentic quality? Authentic quality, <laughs> yeah. uh, OEM. Yeah. Authentic quality. There's like, like really misleading. Okay, guys, <laughs> uh, for those listening, if if the price is too good to be true, mm-hmm. and if their supply is plenty, mm-hmm. most likely it's a it's fake. fake. Yeah, like full size run like, for, for example, sneakers. you know, an, an off white Jordan one mm-hmm. can't be. You know, a person, pers- a store would be so far fetched to have like ten pairs of them. In full size run, yeah, 
Like unless he's collected them all by by but himself before, or it was, beforehand, it was or, a, it or was he just a, kept it for years uh-huh. before coming up, I doubt that it's. You still legit. have it now, <laughs> right? Because most likely he's gonna flip it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? So um, I think you you are very hands on with with what you do and you use your your network very well mm-hmm. when it comes to having that corrected. Like yeah. I think shoes. Uh, reselling shoes. Uh, the biggest problem is really fakes. Again, the, the, the biggest problem is really fakes. Oh yeah, of course. Like, uh, that's your uh-huh. biggest opponent. Mm-hmm. Like it would destroy everything. You like, sold like a million sneakers of real, right? And then one fake, you're already like, oh, he's selling fake. Right. Like you know, mm-hmm. you, you could have uh, 99 legit sneakers mm-hmm. in your stores, and if one is a dud, yeah. then you know everything is doubtful. Yeah. Course. Right, there's uh-huh. always gonna be doubt, and you know I've had the problems before, like uh, in, in my because you're in a consignment, like right in Katipunan. Right, I've had consignments mm-hmm. in in my store, and turns out like one of the five sneakers he consigned was an early release, okay. sort of. You know, the, it was it, popular you know, before back that. Then early, was popular release. To have a early release uh-huh. in June uh-huh. of a Concord, Concord Jordan, yeah. Jordan Eleven. Uh-huh. And you know you had to study everything from the bottom. Remove up. the insole, the stitches, even yeah. even the sand and the box. <laughs> you know was off and everything. So that that was one of the most important details. I always looked at like every detail of the mm-hmm. shoe and I checked it. And, and still, mm-hmm. it sometimes it really passes to yeah. your eye test. Yeah, because we're businessmen. We're not like really right. We don't have connection from the factory. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, so... That, uh, yeah. so but for, it, uh, for us, like me... The eye test, it passes the eye uh-huh. test. But, you know, long term, when, when someone else checks on mm-hmm. it... And that's why... that That's really the most important factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, because trust yeah. is so hard to uh, compile yeah. for you. But like it's building so e- it is really hard. But it's easy destroying to destroy it. Is, it yeah. Right? Uh-huh. And I, I think that's one of the reasons why your, your business Hands is... On. Is doing really well, yeah. and now you've opened another branch. Branch in Quezon City. In Quezon City, yeah. right? Talk me, talk me. It will be open real soon, like two weeks from now. Okay. Uh, so it's a small sh- shop, like forty-four square. But it, it's something you said, like when we talked about mm, it in um, in, in, um, in Karma. Oh yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, we talked about it in Karma. Uh-huh. Shout to Terence, like man. Oh uh, yeah. And um, we, well, we, what's up? Yeah, and we we talked about it that uh, you said it was just more more of a showroom mm-hmm. to bring more people to the other at, store at this side of the right because it, it's it's hard to have two stores mm-hmm. wherein you have the same type of products yeah. in there, mm-hmm. so it's mostly going to connect more followers for, for your, from this area from from that area, uh-huh. and if they need anything, they can come go to the other area. Yeah, right? or we can like. Bring it there, wait, wait, right? They can, if they can wait, like right, yeah. Grab Express is so accessible, yeah. Now. And then, uh, it's like more of a learning process for me as well. La, right. Like instead of doing it in a, cause now I'm in, I'm in the mall, Century City Mall. Uh-huh. So if I would do another type of this expensive rentals and all, I would be like, I guess, uh, how do you say it? Really unsure because I'm not yet uh, ready for another big another, branch. Yeah. yeah. So okay, this Quezon City branch is like more of a trial for me. Like, uh, rental is really okay because my my friend owns the building. Okay. Just uh, flexible. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then uh, what else? 
Okay. So, how about manpower? I have to really add another uh, staff, like two, two, two to three. Two yeah, to two. Three. Yeah, because uh, it's dangerous if it's just one, because if they will get uh, security yeah, issue, uh, concerns, yeah. stocks in the right. where, stock room. And Some, someone can yeah. just, you know, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. distract your person mm-hmm. go, going back. Mm-hmm. at your stock room then someone else is gonna do something else correct yeah, so yeah this this next branch is like another another blessing another challenge right but for me I take it as a another uh, it's a learning 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 process for me yeah so I don't know what's I'm, I'm really unsure about it really <laughs> I, I am excited but not as excited when I was opening Century City Mall. Right, but what's your thought process every time you're you're opening a, a new branch or a new store? What 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 are the things you you think about? What are the important factors? You know, I mean, you have your you're talking about your expenses, uh, uh, your rent. Yeah, number one. <laughs> how are you gonna market it when uh, you place? What what else are you thinking about? For for uh, this Quezon City, I guess I just need to uh, show some. Uh, show what do you call this? Just show publicity in this area. Yes. Like I just want to be accessible in this right. area. Because the, the more eyeballs you uh, get for for your brand, mm-hmm. the better it is for for for, for, for the brand. For the brand entirely. Uh, uh, Correct. Right. I for this store, I I really can't think of it really right now because like what I told a while ago, <laughs> I'm not really 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 not excited as much as. I was opening Century City Mall, so maybe let's. I'll I'll just see. Let's just go with the flow. I'm like, I'm like that during my shoe game Manila was starting. Okay. I didn't even notice that it's gonna be a business. Right. Yeah. So I was just having fun. Yeah. So I guess that's. So the I think that's how you treat it. Mm-hmm. Like you're 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 treating it as if, you know, it it's fun for you mm-hmm. because, for you, when it becomes something of a chore of a work mm. it's, it's something not yeah different. it's gonna be hard already right it uh. becomes more difficult uh. right like i don't like this branch i don't want to think of it like another as another problem or as another headache and all, all that right i just want to be like okay i will put shoes in there i will post it in my instagram and then okay freestyle let's see what happens i don't have any plans of uh marketing and uh like i i don't really know <laughs> but you, how many how many posts do you have per day on your account for shoe game? How many uh, posts do you usually? Have? Honestly, it's like freestyle too. Like, like it for, could vary. For, yeah, like if I'm not doing, if I'm not a, if doing it's anything, not a busy yeah. day. What's the most you you would you, maybe you twelve posted? to twelve to sixteen. That's good. Yeah, twelve to sixteen. That's your on your Instagram. Same yeah. with your Facebook. Uh, yeah. Same do, you have, do you have a Twitter page? No, no, just no. Facebook and Instagram. But it's linked, so it's okay. easy. So and then uh for like a busy day zero post. Okay. <laughs> but do you, do you still do like Instagram stories? Mm-hmm, yeah. Every right. time I'm in store I would like um just like I I I would suggest to you I think that mm-hmm. Instagram stories is overly underpriced. Mm-hmm. It's something you can really maximize. Mm-hmm. The the cost per click of that is is so so much cheaper compared to an actual post, post? It's oh, yeah. more more effective that's why i saw a lot of bloggers using uh, stories yes like like for example if it's one person and then mm-hmm. you go to the next person mm-hmm. if you go to the before you go to the third person it goes to an ad mm-hmm. where it's an actual video or a photo that you have and then there's a swipe ah, okay. link to it link uh-huh. and goes uh, um 
we, we, we've done that with some of the clients that I manage. Mm. And it has helped them with improving their website clicks, okay. their sales. Um, they've seen an uptick to about 100% to 200% in terms of, uh, of revenue. It just really depends on how much money uh, you're, able, you're, you're willing to put in. Mm -hmm. Generally, your marketing budget should be between 10 to 15% of what you actually... For this uh, for your platform. For the net. Okay. Whatever net is, let's say your your net, let's say is just for example, you know, hundred k. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, so ten to fifteen thousand of that should go should to, okay. to marketing, uh -huh. whatever okay. that is. I, I, that's that's uh -huh. how the that's the common budget that companies usually do uh -huh. for for their you know, marketing. Honestly, I I graduated management entrepreneur, <laughs> but I didn't really remember any of those like, uh, on what to be like by the book and all. I, I didn't I, I don't know maybe I remember the four piece <laughs> yeah but yeah, yeah, yeah. like all of this like you should uh, apply maybe sooner it will be bigger my my brand will be bigger I guess I should I should apply more of it it's, it's like more of an equity right for me like distributing all of the expenses or like Correct. efforts or I don't know Correct. Yeah. <laughs> because right now I'm just doing it freely. But, but Honestly, are you, are you yeah. doing any ads right now? Well, no, none. Instagram, Facebook, that's it. But you do influencer marketing. Yeah. Uh, but now, you just give this. Yeah, this give this just stuff. give this. Yeah. Sometimes I, if I wanted to have a, if 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 uh, I have a friend like a celebrity or right, a, yeah. yeah, I would like okay, can we work something out? Who's the mm -hmm. biggest celebrity you you gave sneakers to? Maybe, uh, what's the name of this? Cut natin ah. Pero sino to? Sige kay Coco Martin. Who's this? Ah, Yam? Hindi, hindi. Yam, Yam Conception. And one more is... Have you given to Pia? Pia, I don't remember. But you told me once, she posted me. Yeah. Maybe... Through a friend? Yeah, maybe through a friend. Or... And who's this? Mostly it's... Huh? Hindi. Coco Martin. Sino ba? Yasi. Yasi. Yasi, yeah. Yasi okay. Pressman. Yasi yeah. Pressman. Yasi Pressman. Okay. I gave a sneaker to Yasi Pressman. Did, did she visit the store? No, no, no. Or I have a, to... A friend. Yeah, deliver. I have to deliver it myself oh, and then okay. wait for... Like, it, she was on the taping. I, I waited like for two hours or one hour in the car like to be... To, to Same thing. It. Like, oh. before, like, I... I, I brought shoes to Showtime people mm -hmm. like Bong, Bong Navarro, mm -hmm. uh, Billy Crawford, mm -hmm. um, and um, some other people there in, in, in Showtime. Showtime. Mm -hmm. um, even to celebrities from GMA mm -hmm. and even other celebrities. Like, that's how I met most of the oh. celebrities is that they would ask me to actually go to their yeah, show. That, that's what they really and wanted. Yeah, they, they want oh. you to see them at work uh, and then you take photos of them. Uh, Doing what they do, it's 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 really nice. Uh, like, uh, yeah. Getting to know most of uh -huh. them, um, I think I was able to develop good friendship with some of them, mm -hmm. long term friendships. Um, some of them, not really, mm -hmm. but you know, most of them, it really helped the the business, the brand yeah. mm -hmm. grow. I think um, you just have to be careful on who you actually pick because uh -huh. some of them may be more dis, uh, destructive to the business of rather course. than helpful, yeah, yeah. right? But I don't know if it's like publicity is still publicity. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, like before, uh, you know, you remember this guy, the the form, the he was uh, uh, um, a 
dancer, um, a bar Com- dancer. Comedian, no? No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> um, the Gulapa. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Yeah. Huh? Dante Gulapa. But those kind of publicity, right? I would really want to represent my brand. Well. <laughs> <laughs> like, but if, if you were, like, for example, yeah, I'm like, Angkas, they did a yeah, good job course, with, yeah. with using him uh, for those. But, but you know, for, for brands yeah, like this, maybe different. not, right? <laughs> Something your brands would actually work uh, with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, but like, for Yeezy said, no. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, for example, uh, if, he, if he knew, like, uh, him, you probably uh, won't use him for your uh, brand. But yeah, maybe, like the face of your let's say, Maybe if your brand is more for mass appeal, mm, you would yeah. get there. It would be perfect, right? Yeah. It would really be perfect. Like if your product would range like for three hundred pesos to one thousand, correct? I guess that's perfect. Right. And then and that's the that's that's marketing. You mm-hmm. have to know what your target yeah, market target is market. Mm-hmm. and the uh, the type of endorsement that you want to get because mm-hmm. the type of people that you're working with determines who. Uh, will be viewing you. Yeah. Like, for example, let's say, it doesn't really matter how many followers they have. Uh-huh. It's about their interactions yeah. with mm-hmm. them. Like, let's say, you know, a celebrity who has 6 million followers, who, for example, you give them shoes, mm-hmm. someone who asks that person, yeah. what size is that, or how uh-huh. much you get yeah, that for, will get, not yeah. reply. Uh-huh. Most likely, they will just follow your mm-hmm. website mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. They, will, they, they will ask and, you. Yeah, I remember when I was uh, just doing online business for shoe game, Donna Lynn Bartolome. Okay. She wasn't really popular before as as to now, mm-hmm. and shoe game was still starting during that time. So she, we had uh, like pictorials. Right. Yeah. In, in the store. Yeah. No, in outside in the fort. Okay. Okay. So it was really like, so it was really, how do you call this? Uh, for Donalyn Bartolome to 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 give me a chance to okay let's do a pictorial for other people would just like okay just send me the show I was posting on Instagram but Donalyn Bartolome we had a pictorial right right and then uh, several posts right so that that's why until now I would uh, message Donalyn it's not like a uh, endorsing now it's like more of a how are you friendship style right, already right. Like, yeah. hey happy birthday where can I send uh, yeah. my present to you blah blah blah. Because celebrities mm-hmm. are also people. Yeah, of course. Uh, the same. Uh, I mean, um, I I think that it's one thing I told my my assistant to um Kiel that um, you know, when you're dealing with celebrities, they they like to have conversations more mm-hmm. rather than you asking them for a selfie. Of course. Or you know, mm-hmm. asking for an autograph or a shout out <laughs> because I think they would remember you as a person if you ask them about what their favorite food is for mm-hmm. example or you know what ticks them off okay. instead of you know asking them for a, for a photo mm-hmm. I think a, a, a genuine conversation between you and that person goes a long way because they remember you uh-huh. because they know you have intellect yeah, con- conversation yeah, yeah a, conver- uh-huh. a real conversation uh-huh. not, not surrounding about what they do and what their work is because then for they they Everyone's a fan, uh-huh. you know, and when they they're all going to ask yeah. the same thing mm-hmm. from them. So what makes you different from them is that the conversations you create with them, rather than you know appearing as if you know you're you're, you're so excited uh, to uh, to to see them and just uh, just for the photo. Uh, it's more gain for you uh, rather than for them uh, to have a decent conversation. 
they don't get to have that yeah. most of the time uh-huh. because of their status. Mm-hmm. You know, they can't go to the malls Intimidated as well. I mean, I mean if, if you're, for example, you know, your Aunt Curtis, you go to the mall, mm-hmm. you, you yeah, can't you even can't. have a decent mm-hmm. conversation with the security guard. <laughs> like, you can't ask the security uh-huh. for directions now, uh-huh. right? And like, mom, sir? Uh-huh. Right? Like, the, the guard will immediately stutter. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, I mean, as a normal person, uh-huh. you can still have that conversation, but them like yeah. when you're in that status you can't have those conversations anymore and it's one of, it's one of the trade-offs mm-hmm. for them you know and like, maybe that's one of the reasons why some celebrities just don't want to do um, don't want to be a celebrity anymore to, yeah uh, yeah know? just becoming tired of the limelight I right guess. they uh-huh. they become tired of the the limelight like mm-hmm. they can't be normal anymore you know they can't ride a tricycle mm-hmm. <laughs> can't ride public transportation anymore yeah. right they can't dress uh, go out without dressing really well yeah. um, right because everyone's looking everyone's gonna be mm-hmm. looking at you you know so yeah yeah that's the marketing part honestly I don't have a marketing plan <laughs> <laughs> but see <yeah. laughs> but I I, I I do suggest you do ads I think it would help you tremendously yeah, especially yeah, yeah. with you opening a new uh, branch uh, like with you doing Facebook ads uh, I think it's it's more expensive yes from before yeah. but there's lesser ads now so yeah. it means mm-hmm. that people are gonna be seeing more quality ads mm-hmm. compared to before mm-hmm. that's the difference so it, you're not gonna see annoying ads anymore yeah. because it's expensive so you know well, like how much per day now I, I've seen like um, 50 pesos or 40 pesos a day yeah, no. for, 40 is the minimum, but oh. the eyeball you will get is just for 20, yeah. 20 people. Ah, yeah? 20, it, it really, 20 to 300, something it, like that. Yeah, oh. it really depends. You can go slow. I used to. I used to. 20 viewers to 300 viewers with 40 pesos uh, uh, minimum. Oh, yeah. But but now, you know, cost per click is uh, goes around like uh, 1 peso 50, mm-hmm. one, uh, 2 peso 50. Mm-hmm. It really changes like every 3, 4 months. For me, there's no algorithm anymore. Okay. Like, I would really suggest that you post as many yes. as you can <laughs> yeah. every day. Like, uh, there's no time. Like, even if you post six in the morning, uh, for sure, uh, twelve noon, people are gonna see sometimes it. Sometimes I was, I, I'm like, it's already one a.m. No, I'm, I'm still, I'm still, I'm you so still awake. awake? Post yeah. it, post it. And I was like, no one's viewing this. Time. No, they will view it in the morning. <laughs> trust me. Uh, like, you have your first twenty-four to thirty-six hours uh, for it to grow because ah, okay. of of the timeline. I remember before, if you post something in Instagram. It's automatically on top. Right. It was in chronological order. Okay. It's called chronological order. Uh-huh. Now, it's based on what you actually like uh-huh. and your uh, what you favorite, what your interests are. Uh-huh. So, it's based off of that. Especially okay. on the explore page. It's more of mm-hmm. what your interests uh-huh. are. If it's fashion, music, okay. cars, uh-huh. you know, alcohol, you know, <laughs> comic books, whatever it is. Uh-huh. It shows in those interests. So, okay. so post more often. They can. <laughs> it's it's. Uh, it's crazy how AI can actually ha- have an effect on that. Like, they they actually will suggest you things that you're already talking about, mm-hmm. but it, it's already there. It's showing, uh-huh. and it's weird because you know you, it's just in your thought sometimes, and then you you think about it. It's there on mm-hmm. your explore. Like you're interested in something. You like, uh, like me podcasting. It's gonna show people who are yeah, podcasting. Podcast, yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Like, uh-huh. um, I think um. It's more about them yeah, yeah, it's know, really knowing what you like. Uh, it's uh, so like if weird. sometimes we are it thinking of uh, 
buying something. Like, let's say, let's say, uh, buying a electronic, like yeah, a new yeah, headset, yes, headphone, yes, yes, a new headphone. It's instantly there. It's, it's there. It's yeah. weird. It's weird. Automatically. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how how it goes. I think it's data data privacy sometimes, type of thing. Like sometimes, sometimes when you when sometimes you, if it's when, in your uh, uh, photos. In your photos, yeah. yes. And when you, you when you browse, uh, I know Facebook. for a fact that before <laughs> we even log into our Facebook or wherever mm-hmm. social media account, there's a long line uh, that we don't read that we agree on, uh-huh. and most likely it's gonna tell us uh, allow allow, allow this app to uh, uh, to view my photos, uh, view my my use my oh, microphone, oh. use my video camera, and everything. And you say yes to uh, it, and that's why like we're talking now. I'm uh, gonna say to my phone that <laughs> I wanna buy a new headphone. Uh, and later in your social it's gonna, media, <laughs> it's, it's gonna show headphones. Uh, it's gonna show. Yeah, headphones. it's like crazy sometimes. It really happens. Yeah. So for, for me, like data, there's there's no data privacy anymore. Uh, like you, even in the states, you uh, know, the, there was a. A, a documentary talking about like how they manipulated into voting for people to vote for Donald Trump. Okay. And uh, they they work with what they call the swing states. Okay. Where in the the votes were really up in air. Mm. So they went and you know did so much positive advertisement about about Donald uh-huh. Trump, and that's how he won the election. Okay. That was the thing that we were talk they were talking about in that documentary. It's crazy. I mean. Mm. And, and it actually even happened in our country mm-hmm. when uh, it was the 2016 elections. Yeah. Like, the president now came out of nowhere. Uh-huh. Like, from, from a mayor to someone like uh-huh. bigger than uh-huh. a senator. So social media. Really it's really social yeah. media. And the guy behind that, uh, his accounts that he handled, I think he had 25 accounts wherein it had at least 250,000 to 8 million followers, mm-hmm. uh, likers on, on, on the page. Uh, they were wiped out by by Facebook. Okay. I think uh, there there is an article about it, okay. but you know how social, social media, media is powerful. Yeah. So I'm just giving an example, yeah, guys. Uh, you know mm. of how Even, powerful uh, it can e- convince you to change your mind from your favorite color of yellow <laughs> being beige <laughs> or yellow to black uh, 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 just because of what you uh, see. Yeah. Like in marketing, it's not. Like people don't really know what they want uh-huh, yeah. you, you until just you show them. it to them. Uh, yeah, that's like perfect. if you go to Happens a mall, all the time. like I'm, uh-huh. for example, I wanna buy red shoes, uh-huh. and I go to the mall and I see outside your store, you know, you have a green shoe, uh-huh. and I really like it the the way you presented it. Uh-huh. I'm gonna buy that green shoe, yeah, the, even if I was looking for a blue shoe. Yeah, it really depends on how you sell it, yeah. how you market it. Right. I remember this. Uh, episode from complex before they were selling a oh yeah yeah <laughs> no it, it was uh what was the brand it was a new yeah, yeah, it was an ugly brand not not a popular it's brand. the new ace of i don't remember yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> but they connected like it to, uh, to a rapper uh-huh. and they said like it was only selling for 34.95 uh-huh. on ross or or, or uh, on target uh-huh. i think and then they were selling for two hundred fifty. Uh, people were buying it, and people were buying. It's like, yeah, I need this in my life. Like, this is the uh, next. This is the next uh, easy. Like, the, this like you should put it in their mind to the customers. You should buy this. You should buy this. Something yeah, like that. Right. Like for a person to actually bring out their wallet mm-hmm. and actually pull out ten thousand pesos mm-hmm. to purchase a shoe mm-hmm. says a lot about marketing. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they put behind their uh, their needs. Mm-hmm. For what their wants are, yeah, I, I have this 
that right? I have to cut you off. I have this example. There's a client always in my store, regular client. So this is interesting. So he would be like, "Where's Ron? Ah, Ron's not yet here. Good thing, because if he's here, I will buy a lot. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, uh, it's it, for you as a as a salesman. Uh, it's your, it's your job to sell them, you know, to sell ice to Eskimos. And, and, and then uh, right? it's like it's like they will ask me, like, uh, uh, with my items, like. Ron, should I buy this? Like, okay, you were He's asking. He's already convinced. Oh, you were asking me to if you would you you will buy a product. I guess sometimes I'm I'm really honest about my clients. Right, right. If like this product is not really as good as this, I would uh, let you pick this one, something like that. Right. I'm still on the side of a marketer and a an honest one. Yeah, honest. Yeah. yeah. I think honesty still goes a long way. If it's like, oh. Because in shoe game, they had me, Ron uh, told me that this is the better sneaker. Yung pala, this is not selling na, something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. It's an old model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think educating them also helps. Yes. Lot, like for yeah. someone that doesn't know the difference between, you know, um, a Jordan 1 from this year mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. that year, like mm-hmm. a 2013 Jordan 1 to a 2019 model, same mm-hmm. color. Like what's the difference between that mm-hmm. and even the history behind the shoe? They for, really love that. For Especially for kids that are not educated yeah. about, you know, what the because, history is. Yeah, can't blame because it's during the 90s, right? Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, because uh, like, Jordans blew up because of nostalgia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like me, I'm, 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 a, I'm a victim of nostalgia. <laughs> like, I just wanted to have a Jordan 9 uh-huh. that I didn't have when I was in, when, when I was in uh, fifth grade in 1993. Which I could not like a Jordan Jordan nine the the, the white, white with uh, the black uh, with the red um, logo okay, heel, uh, and I, I bought it from from someone in OLX. Okay, his <laughs> name is Jump June twenty three uh, okay. June Blues. So I bought it from June and I went to his, his condo in Eastwood when he opened the door. No, actually before that mm. I told him I want to buy a shoe. Mm. and it's worth ten thousand. And mm. she said like that's so expensive like mm. ten thousand for a pair of shoes like. Usually budget is like five, six thousand mm. for a pair of shoes. No, 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 you don't understand. This is the shoes I wanted when I was a kid, <laughs> and Michael Jordan had them when uh, he retired and he uh, wasn't playing basketball. So uh, I had the Jordan Seven previous to that, uh, and after that, I didn't have any much Jordan okay. shoes back then. So when I went to Squando, he handed me my shoes. I uh, paid for it, and then all of a sudden, his door opened behind him, uh, and saw I saw rack. stacks oh, of, okay. of boxes of <laughs> shoes, and it was just not short, it was uh, Kobe's, uh-huh. LeBron's, and all these shoes, and like, it opened my eyes. This was back in 2011, okay. and um, I would end up going back to him after three days, buying 17 pairs, <laughs> just because I asked him, uh, what, are, what are those, what are uh-huh. those, what are those, and then he explained to me, like, come inside, come inside, I'll uh-huh. show you, like, This one is the man who lights out, uh, it's close okay. in the dark. It's a Kobe shoe, this is a Kobe. Uh, it opened a new can of arms uh, for me. And then I'm, I, I, was, I was added and then by... And you, you by, were really happy, you were not like... No, no, no I, yeah, oh, I was really happy. Like, oh. I, I just sold one of one of my cars back then. It was an Audi <laughs> A4. Yeah, and then uh, half of it, I, I used to buy all those sneakers. Uh, so I, I, prob- I probably spent on, on that, on one... That oh, day, we, like around like 400, 400k oh, on, wow. in, in one day, and then we, we bought everything down to, to my car. Do it again, visit my store. <laughs> probably won't anyway. <laughs> like the last I probably bought, you guys, it was just around like 3,000. I can pesos. give you a good discount, bro. 
No. <laughs> like even if I, I like sometimes when I go to my friend uh, Rodney uh-huh. uh, in in Diamond to to Rodney when I uh-huh. go to his shop, what his style is different. He uh-huh. goes and just okay, cap. Just lang ah, stay lang uh-huh. Maybe, I'm just gonna talk to someone. Uh-huh. Just gonna go outside. And then you're doing nothing, so uh, you're bored. Then, okay. You're gonna look around, and then all of a sudden, I have I have all these shoes by my uh, side, and I'm fitting them in uh, this this product and uh, another thing, one thing, and then oh, get that. Bear mo lang bukas ah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Lilis ako na lang yan, and then uh, al al um al tinyo uh, Like he won't even name the price. Uh, <laughs> like this guy, like you know the level of trust, like. He has developed with with some uh, people. Yeah. Like I think that's what you yeah. do as well. Is that uh, it's crazy. Like you would tell a person to bring him a pair of shoes without even paying same. for them, <laughs> and then you would ask them for the payment like three months uh, after. Like yo, cap, you owe me seventeen five for this, sixteen five for that, fourteen thousand, eight thousand, and yeah, the the hat is four thousand. <laughs> all of that, like uh, you know, it, it, they all have different styles. But mm. the important thing is you develop that relationship, yeah. mm. when you know. You, you, you comfortable ha- yeah that comfortable. that comfort yeah. where and you know you you trust your the person that sends mm-hmm. in front of you that's funny when you when you said that that the that, um, your guests don't want to see you because they're gonna end up buying more <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just being sarcastic but <laughs> I was there like maybe after three minutes oh <laughs> I'm here <laughs> and then one I remember one sneaker like uh It's already reserved for him, mm-hmm. and then he decided not getting it because some I allow that like okay if if it's in store already okay I will not get this, but when I arrive okay he he's still uh, he's still getting it like because I said yeah you should get this because uh, <laughs> there's something in this sneakers like uh, for it will not be available soon blah 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 right mm, yeah and it's real okay it's uh like off the off whites right if. He didn't buy it. If he didn't uh, cop it like few months ago, now it's like fifty thousand. The Air Force One. Correct. Before it was like thirty three thousand. Right. See, it's a good decision. Right, it is. <laughs> you need to trust me. <laughs> <laughs> But it, it it's like crazy now how the the shoe game yeah. has changed. Yeah, yeah, it's so different. Like like uh, how people perceive shoes. Mm-hmm. Like before, back in 2013. 20,000 now, is expensive already, right? Yes. 20,000 is it's absurd. <laughs> yeah. For you to, to spend But, on shoes. Mm-hmm. Now it's different. It, it's, I, it's, I noticed that too as well. It's very different. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, It's not the price anymore of the shoe. The people look after it. Mm-hmm. It's the value that they get yeah. in return. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the wearability of the shoe. Uh, like the amount of times they can actually use it comes into play again mm-hmm. not just you know if it's rare uh-huh. it it's different now like the the, the market yeah. has has uh, really mm-hmm. shifted like it's more of a of the brand now right it's right. more of the brand now correct it, like before okay collabs collabs it won't reach that high right but now a hundred two hundred thousand peso off-white and jordan one it, it's crazy like yeah. you know you have all these brands working collaborations with artists mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they're not even athletes mm-hmm. like Travis Scott mm-hmm. is not an athlete he's mm-hmm. amazing he's an amazing performer I've watched him twice perform mm-hmm. and I, I, I know I know why his shoes with the collab with Nike really yeah. sells it's uh-huh. just because you know Nike did Represents, uh, like yeah. representing that with people and connecting them because people are more 
uh, uh, connected to these artists compared to athletes. Uh-huh. That's the difference now. They listen to Travis Scott. Right, they, they listen s- to them. They always see Travis Scott in the right. social Com- media. Compared to athletes. Wearing this uh, good sneakers. Right. And, and that's why other brands are doing the same too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, um, like uh, Rihanna before with, with Puma. Uh, yeah. you know, uh, Adid, the perfect example was... Kanye was yeah, with, yeah. with Adidas. Uh, like, let's yeah. not go further anymore, <laughs> right? Yeah. And all these other brands are working, you know, collaborations with with so many artists, artists. and some of them are are, are even influencers. Mm-hmm. They're not even rappers mm-hmm. or singers. Mm-hmm. They're just influential mm-hmm. people. Wow! It <laughs> it's insane how the market has actually changed, and that's one of the reasons why Kanye actually left. Uh, Nike uh-huh. is because he wasn't given that freedom okay. that he has now with Adidas, yeah. right? Because they gave him a shoe that was already made uh-huh. and he didn't have m- much uh, say to the design oh, yeah. uh-huh. and how to expand. It's uh-huh. like, you know, three shoes for Air Easy One, three shoes for Air Easy oh, This two. is your sneakers. That's it. You're done. <laughs> you name it Kanye. <laughs> right? Yeah. Easy. Easy. That's it. And the Adidas, uh-huh. you've seen like the article with Forbes, uh-huh. like where he's yeah. showing us all That's, the shoes that he has. But like, I didn't believe that before the hype of easy mm-hmm. adidas because for me it was like more of a enhanced grocery run really yeah that's how you saw it yeah yeah during the early days of the easy 350s i was like yeah really like Eight, a turtle dog six yeah tur- sixteen thousand for that correct oh yeah i, I think it's the, it, it kind of looked oh, like the, a unit and run was so popular at that time yeah 20 mm-hmm. 2013 2014 mm-hmm. and i was like sixteen Rosieron looking sneakers I was like I won't buying it I, I didn't I, I, I didn't even invested on it it wasn't in my store until Yeezy V2 the version 2 yeah really? version 1 wala. Hindi ako, I didn't you uh, never got oh, version 1 yeah so V2s yana then I started buying ball not even the 750 huh? no 750 no started at version 2 before I was into still uh, Jordans still the retros yeah and then but the V2 Yeezys changed the game of at, my store. At, at the height of mm-hmm. those Yeezy 350s were uh, like the, the, the a little downfall side of the, the Jordans, right? Yeah. Uh, and and then there, there was a time it, the on the lifestyle side, they were almost at neck to neck. Yeah, it, it's like I would bravely mm-hmm. invest right. 50 pairs of Yeezy V2s. Right. <laughs> For at resale, not not right, uh, yeah, yeah. not at, at retail, I would buy it from Italy, resale value, stock, and then really selling it, selling out. So once it arrives in your store, you sell it immediately, huh? Oh, sometimes if I have uh, regular clients, I would offer it to them first before it even before yeah. arrives. Uh, if I knew that uh, I have this stocks coming, I would offer it to them. Right. Mm. So that's my like VIP treatment. Correct. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now I'm into like uh, streetwear, like I'm selling Supreme and Bape. Right. I travel Japan. Yeah, I've seen you. Yeah. You, you travel and just to line up and oh, yeah. buy all that. Yes, yes, yeah. Oh my god. Uh, and you know, during this uh, Supreme view, uh, <laughs> it was so really. It's. I would say it's. I won't. I would say I will not do it again. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I, I've lined up. Um, before around 2017 at the First Osaka Supreme, ah, okay. Supreme Store uh-huh. uh, release. Good thing it, I, I was number 34 in line. Okay. What because ha- the line was about 400. <laughs> wow. 
You <laughs> arrived early, I guess. Yeah, no, I, someone gave me a spot. Mm. And I, 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 I paid, I paid, I paid an addition, I paid an additional, I think around uh hundred dollars. Ah, okay. Yeah, US, no, hundred USD. Oh, okay. For for that spot. Mm. Uh, is it uh, like a, a huge release? Like there's a box over? Yeah, the, um, mm. I forgot what the release was, but it it was a, a good release. Okay. Because during so it was a collaboration. I think it was North. It was a North Face collaboration. Ah, okay. Because yeah. last month I was in Osaka, so it was week zero. For Supreme now. I don't know if you're still familiar because you're yeah. not into brands now. <laughs> no, I'm not into brands. So, so week not, zero. I will not like you guys. <laughs> so week zero and then uh, it's already three days. Like the release date was uh, already on the third day. Right. So I was expecting no more lines. But when I arrived to Supreme store, okay, you have to go there. Yeah, you have to go to another, another block. block two, right? two blocks and away. And then they would, the, yeah. the bouncer will... The, yeah, well, the boss will call you, uh, and then you have to move to the next uh, line. Yeah, and then the actual line. store. Yeah, <laughs> and then the actual store. Uh, and, and then you can only buy one piece per, per style. style. Yeah, and then so what happened? So to, if it's pants, you buy only a medium. You can't buy yeah, a large. Yeah, yeah. It, what happened was, so, uh, I went to the queue on the line in the under the bridge. So, it was. I I'm expecting it was only like maybe an hour or thirty minutes. Right. And then what happened was. Okay, 30 minutes here. I'm okay. I'm cool. Right. So, and then it started to rain. Like, really hard. <laughs> like, wind. Wind. And it, I'm already, like, invested on it. I already, I'm already there, like, for 45 minutes. So, I, I, I will be here. I have an umbrella. I'm already, invest, I, I have already invested my time. I'm on, like, 45 minutes here. And then rain. And then I still stayed there for, like, maybe another... 45 minutes before you got in the yeah. store yeah and then when I went to the store it's like it's like what? chaos yeah no it's not chaos it's like what's what? what's this like I could easily buy this from a reseller at the same price because Osaka's retail price it's so expensive right yeah and it's not nothing really special right so but I had fun it's uh, like a it's an experience experience yeah. yeah I've lined up also before at the vape release for mm-hmm. the vape Astro Boy number and the line was crazy. Mm. There, there were about three hundred people lined up during that day, mm. and um, that was an expensive um, collaboration. Lovely. I mean, Astro yeah, Boy yeah. is big, and uh-huh. Babe twenty sixteen was really huge. Mm. The, and it was snowing <laughs> that day also it's in, it's in, in Tokyo. It Tokyo. Was in oh, okay. Tokyo. So that was that was a crazy experience uh-huh. too. Like you. you even at ComplexCon, first time the first ever ComplexCon that I went to, like there was a line for for antisocial social clubs collaboration with Undefeated. Okay. And there was a long line to like two days line just for you, that. You release. went through it? Yeah, I was I was there, but yeah. I didn't I didn't line up because I knew the, the owner <laughs> uh, through a friend. Connected. So I, I knew Nick and was able to even interview him okay. back then. So uh. But that line was 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 crazy. Like mm. I mean, the the amount of time people yeah. spend two hours just yeah. just to line. Yeah, it, but for yeah, saying the uh, like talking uh, about lines and all, like we could, like consumers from Philippines would really understand what's why this product is so expensive. Correct. Yeah. Because we put time, effort, like uh, money. Right. 
So it's really like really the yeah, price. Some people don't mm, understand yeah. why the, the value of something is times four mm-hmm. or times five. Mm-hmm. It's because it's the law of supply and demand. Yeah. If no one is demanding for a Supreme, then mm-hmm. no one will line up yeah, to sell it. Mm-hmm. Like in New York, the there are u- usually thirty to forty resellers who's already f- first in line, uh-huh. and they're the ones you know who has these regular, accounts on, on Instagram, you know, soup seller, uh-huh, yeah, soup, yeah, 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 uh, supreme yeah. reseller, uh-huh. and all, all these things that uh-huh. they have. They're the ones lined up at uh-huh. all these soul stores, uh-huh. uh, so uh, store that they have. <laughs> and it's, it's actually their, their livelihood. Yeah. And, you know, Supreme actually lives off that mm-hmm. because... Can't do anything about that. Just right. So. But it, 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 Took them a while before they actually reached that level. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they're brand from nineteen nineties, early ninety two, I think, mm-hmm. and it, it wasn't like that before. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't really care about Supreme during right. the nineties when I was selling when Correct. I yeah when I was doing my computer shop. I, I wouldn't really I didn't, care. I didn't know <laughs> what what the brand was before. I, but you know, if 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 you your brand and you build something long term, you know mm-hmm. how how you build it actually makes a a huge huge difference. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you can call like success two ways, like for, for brands. Like I was ex- explaining this uh, um, recently. Uh-huh. You have brand A who became a sensation in like two years, two years. and it made Gone. half a, uh, uh, $500 million dollars. Uh-huh. In two years, and, and, and yeah, these yeah, and they're gone, mm. and they're they're not, not able to sell mm. it anymore. They're not able to sell their customer because it's all hype. Mm-hmm. But it goes really fast. You know, mm. quality was bad. Mm. It was you know, uh, so many fakes uh, mm. going on. And you have this brand, this brand from 1995, 96, mm-hmm. when it's continuous yeah. all the way. But it, it it never blew up, but it was just there. Mm-hmm. And all all this time, it's making the same yeah. amount. Collectively, as the ones two years. years. So, yeah. what do you call success for you? I mean, it could be short term. Yeah. It could be long term. Mm-hmm. But the, uh, I mean, it's how you perceive it. Mm-hmm. Like you know, that brand made half a yeah. half a billion yeah, it, dollars it, in two years versus this brand yeah. who's consistently making twenty million dollars annually. It's it's both success, I guess. Right. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's just it, the same. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's both ways. Like, there's so many ways it could be I mean, mm-hmm. a success. It's just different from how, how you, the owner yeah. actually runs mm-hmm. his actual business. Like, yeah. like I, I would go, I would go with the one longer. Like me, if mm-hmm. if I had choice, I'd go with the brand that I can live on and pass on to my children's children. Yeah. You know, I'd, I'd rather mm-hmm. have something like that where I can teach them how to do it and then they can continue uh-huh. to do it. Yeah, it's it's better, like a tradition. Yeah. It's like that's yeah. that's why the like, clothing brands. Uh, that are long, like for example, like Carhartt. Uh, uh, it's a tradition. Uh, it's being passed mm, on mm, from generation to generation. Mm, and I think um, we're all looking for that one thing that can, you know, um, yeah, set really, a legacy for us. Yeah, we're talking about the, the term us legacy. Yeah, building our own legacy. Mm-hmm. And like, like when we're gone from this world, like mm-hmm. what would people remember you for? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Oh, this guy was 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 good at this. Uh-huh. He was remembered for this and all these things. Like you want to remember, be remembered for something mm-hmm. that you started, right? Yeah. Yeah. So success. <laughs> you don't want to drink, bro? <laughs> no, <I'm good. laughs> yeah, but for you, uh, mm-hmm. is is there anything you'd have changed when you were starting this business? Uh huh. 
Was there anything you wanted to regret on doing? Maybe, maybe, something like maybe that, not or regret or something change. you would have done. I guess it's just like perfectly. Uh, it developed perfectly for me. I like a system. Yeah, it's not more of a like a system. It's like about the timing, for me, like from residential to baranka right. to mall. Yeah, it's like the gradual leap. The gra- gradual yeah, the step gr- up, the yeah, level up, yeah. yeah. It's like really perfect for that's what like I'm thinking of it right now. Okay. So like perfecting it or was it perfect for you? Right? It was perfect for me. Okay. So now now the goal for me is to maintain. Okay. I'm already here in the retail business. Yeah, the ideal model that you wanted to scale up because mm-hmm. you scaled up. Yeah. Uh, what you did was you mm-hmm. were trying to scale up your mm-hmm. business from this 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 much to this uh, much. Yeah. yeah. So right now, more into duplicating this type of retail store. Correct. So that's my goal. A lot, honestly, there's a, like investors would really want to invest. For sure. For yeah. Sure. Like, would you want to make this one big? Like, right. I, for sure. And I was like, I've had those offers uh-huh. as well before. Yeah. But it's like for me, it's gonna be hard. I, I for me thinking of it, because the stocks coming from shoe game, is not like the stocks coming from Nike. You know, I buy it like really personally. Correct. I choose it personally. So having it branched out, so more m- more complicated. <laughs> so you would so who's still gonna buy the product? Me. So I would just do it myself. Right. Something like that. More complicated, more um, time. Yeah. So it's that's why it's maybe like I don't know what have uh, what uh did uh two J sticks like it's with American Eagle right, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah familiar so I don't know the arrangement about that but it's like really complicated it, it's really complicated if it's part uh, with the invest investors something like that so so, so it's something you you keep to yourself like yeah of course. this would, would remain single proprietorship for uh, you I, although I have a, a, a partner, partner for, from for LA like we started this yeah uh, so now he's like sending sneakers but okay if but most most of the sneakers like I do travel I do right, yeah. buying local but if we really like ha- have an opportunity in uh, LA like okay Johnny like send the bulk of this yeah yeah we, we started this okay mm. he still does he's still he's he's still con- he's still connected yeah but uh, like running running the business yeah, it's, it's like entirely you pure, 100% you. yeah like maybe distributing correct could correct. be Johnny's okay. part but running and then uh, marketing and like doing it yeah alright now we let's let's talk about um, uh, MSE mm-hmm. Manila Sneaker Expo you've done 8? Eight? 8 yeah. so you're doing a ninth event soon mm-hmm. this year mm-hmm. around December right? December okay and what are your thoughts about your your evolution with MSE one to now? What are your thoughts on on that? It's different now from the start MSE one. Uh, I've seen so much changes like streetwear. Yeah. Toys for sure. Toys streetwear more hits more now more hits like really more hits. Really. Yeah. But I I I just I feel like you know. People are not really so into hits when in, they're going to interested. Like when they see one, uh-huh. they they would see. For me, I think when I see hits, it's something uh-huh. that um, I'm not gonna be able to purchase mm-hmm. because sometimes hits 
are based off hype but not on looks mm-hmm, right because mm-hmm. because it's rare mm-hmm. but you know sometimes it's really ugly mm-hmm. but then it's it's still you know expensive because there's only like let's say 40, 40. 50 <laughs> pairs yeah, of yeah. them made worldwide but yeah i've noticed like the so, growth of manila sneaker expo okay. from uh regular merchants into a right last time i i saw a boot like just uh jordan one union all like i i saw uh, that i saw that and then uh plus so, the, plus the guest yeah. we, we are like uh we are more into it now like we should always have a guest like a a foreign guest foreign guest to yeah. to uh show uh to share information mm-hmm. and educate them yeah that's yeah. the that's the key like more the last one you had was Seth Seth Seth, Seth Fowler, Fowler yeah. nice guy shout out Seth and then uh what else now it's gonna be bigger two halls because we usually yeah you should do one, one hall, hall. Yeah, and it's so tight like like, like, like <laughs> dude I could not stay there more than sorry I could not yeah, stay there for yeah. more than two hours uh, I would go to one corner go inside one of a friend's stall uh, and just sit there because uh, after I go my rounds uh, and just check out what I want to buy uh, I'll just sit there uh, and because yeah, really, I just wait for about 6.30 7 like, to thin out <laughs> like what I like what we've talked about a while ago during the during before we started the <laughs> We're not really earning so much from no. this event, like you've experienced it so stuff, right. right? Yeah. So, for us, it's like until this budget, we could uh, rent out this place only. Yeah. One hall, that's it. You grew it now to two halls. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Your your event is now bigger. Bigger, yeah. So you have more space for vendors and yeah. for exhibitors. Yeah. Like we're planning to have uh, double double vendors. Mm-hmm. Like before, we had a. Uh, 40 vendors now will will be able to make it as like maybe 60 to 70 mm-hmm. and bigger mm-hmm. but expect for a like a bit a bit a bit higher rate because you re- I, uh, it was only uh, I, I don't know if if it's 5,500 per boot so maybe now we'll start uh, increasing the rental okay so yeah, that's about it. Like, but, you know, like in in terms of sponsorships, how 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 is it? Yeah, for you? like sponsors are coming now because of the foot traffic. Uh, I we've we've done like maybe five thousand, uh, guests per event. Right. So we're looking for into it like sponsors. We're open. Actually, we're still open. Right. Thank thankfully for smart before, like we had yeah, yeah the last event smart and then prep protect. So, but uh, I, 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 okay. As me as an events organizer, mm-hmm. not just doing so stand. Mm-hmm. The general rule is mm-hmm. to actually get whatever your cost is to be covered by by, the, yeah. by sponsorships. <laughs> yeah. Like for example, if you spend uh one million pesos at an event, one million should be covered by yeah. your your sponsors. Mm-hmm. Basically, and and then the icing on top would yeah, become your entrance with the entrance, yeah, yeah. and and your uh-huh. your vendors, uh-huh. and that's. One of the reasons why, like, for example, me, I didn't charge uh, vendors that much because uh-huh. I already got off of sponsors. Uh-huh. And then I remember you were bringing some celebrity as well. Yeah. Bunby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and uh, you know, I had... Uh, High Stone, right? No, no, no. Um, Modern Notoriety. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, Ben Baller. Uh-huh. He had Ben Baller in 2013. Oh, yeah. Right. So, uh-huh. um, like, shouts to... Ben Baller's mm. new podcast too. Like yeah, I listen to his podcast. I, I, I'm a fan. Yeah. What's yeah. up, bro? The, <laughs> the guy wears his hardest sleeve, you know. Uh-huh. 
His name is Ben Humble. Uh-huh. I mean, his name is Ben Baller, not uh-huh. Ben Humble. Uh-huh. You know, but he knows how to be humble yeah. when he needs to. Mm. <laughs> like, I love the guy. I like, uh-huh. I like listening to him. Okay, I haven't uh, heard of uh, the. When yeah, he just he just started the same time that, that oh, I did okay. this this August as well. Uh, we we he started his podcast journey around August first week of August something like that. So, mm. yeah, I, I followed him on Instagram. Yeah. B- very inspiring very inspiring uh-huh. like be- because of of his story uh-huh. and you know he's not afraid to share his ups and downs uh-huh. like with all the accolades he's received you know he talks about also um, his downfalls mm. and his mistakes and mm. everything you know and everything is with, with business I yeah, think I guess it's, it's, it's great to follow people who ha- uh, have been uh, successful but struggled uh-huh. at the same time because yeah. um, generally you want to know more of their struggles yeah. to get to where they are mm-hmm. now because yeah, that's part of the, the, the glitz and glamour you uh, see on, on social media yeah. but people like rarely talk about you like, know the, the, the problems mm, that are, are, are like 100% came about mm, 100% people would love to be in my shoes right now right like I would just sell sneakers it's so easy no it's not they would be thinking like that right yeah. a lot of people yeah but the the process on doing this the trust that you have built and then all of the a lot too ma- just too there, much there, to, yeah. there's too many facts we've already mm-hmm. talked about that mm-hmm. for an hour mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. like how you actually built you know no one, yeah. uh, your 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 client your client base mm-hmm. and you know all, all the followers that you have mm-hmm. and what makes it unique yeah, and everything yeah. it all boils down to your passion mm-hmm. you're doing this because I know you genuinely love to yeah. do what you do. Plus the fact that I can like you didn't just travel think, for free. Right. You, you <laughs> just didn't think that, you know, oh, I'm going to be selling sneakers uh-huh. because this is going to be my moneymaker. Uh, yeah, yeah. Didn't like, think you, of you, I had the you, business before I started shooting. Yeah. You, you, mm. like, you like the hustle. Mm. You like, you know, the, the struggle that comes with it. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can't cherry pick mm. the good parts of yeah. whatever you're going to take. <laughs> there's going to there is, there's gonna be, you know, thorns along uh-huh. the way. Yeah, and, of course. You know, you have to go through it, uh, right? You, you can't just cut off from there. Like, I remember one time before, I had this major major problem. Like, one guy wants to return a sneaker, like Jordan 6 Infrared. Because mm-hmm. the box is different from the OG box. Okay. But this was 100% Legit. authentic. Yeah. It's from a store in Russia with my girl ma- purchase it. Purchasing it. Yeah. It's just the box is different and then they change the tag. In the store, was it the same size on the tag? Yeah, it's it's all the same. Okay. Like it, so, it, it, the the box was for a what? Another shoe? No, it's it's for the Jordan Six. Weird. The packaging of this is really like right. in, in Russia. It's like they, they have a different package. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So okay, and I was like really, oh, I can't sleep. And then I, I when <laughs> when uh because during that time it was all of the sneakers. I uh like okay, I know where it came from. Oh, this is right. funny because. You know where uh, you so got it from. Where did it came from? And then I tried to figure it out. Oh, we check his uh, uh, Instagram or Facebook. I, I don't remember. Pictures. She took a photo. Packaging. Jordan 6. That's the Jordan 6 that we're looking for. And then, okay. And I'm like, I'm like to this client, what? This is original. Blah, blah, blah. Because. Oh, she had a, fo- a video. Yeah. A photo. Photo. Yeah, and then it was really like, and I can sleep like until in the morning. I can stop thinking of it. 
like it's like yeah that's what we're trying to talk mention a while ago like fakes could really destroy yeah. someone's uh, reputation for sure like <laughs> the, uh, the, for me like the amount of time like people who want to bring you down mm. spend on yeah like just to create fake accounts mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. uh, talk to other people mm-hmm. messaging them directly and mm-hmm. talking shit about you mm-hmm. and you know what have you they just have so much time on their hands <laughs> yeah. to, to do it like because they 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 have nothing else to do yeah like you know the 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 people ahead of you will not spend yeah, time course. doing that because of they're course. so busy, busy doing improving doing, their improving themselves right yeah. you know uh-huh. i i never had the time to, mm. like in all honesty to create an account or you know talk talk shit about someone's work or what they're mm. trying to build mm. because I just didn't have the time. Mm-hmm. Like my time for myself was not even enough. Oh yeah. Like why would I spend time trying to to yeah. wreck on on someone else's uh, building? Like I'm so happy right now <laughs> that I'm in that position that I need to wake up and immediately do something. Unlike before, I can still like roam around. I don't know. I can do a lot of things. <laughs> But now it's like okay, I have this, this, this. I have. 1 p.m. Antonio Aguirre, I have something like that. Uh, like it's so different now, and I'm so thankful. Yeah. Right. Uh, It's awesome. Mm. All right. Thank you so much, bro. Yo. I appreciate your time. Salamat din kapatid. Uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Please visit Anchor.fm/LifeDeckShow to view the entire list of platforms where you can listen to the show. For any comments, reactions, or whatever you want to say. Send it to Life Deck Show on Instagram or on my account at AntonioGirre.junior, and I'll make sure to respond to all of your messages. This is Life Deck signing off.